Hey, before I get into the episode itself, I wanted to take a minute to say a massive thank you to everyone who listened to, subscribed to, and shared the podcast. Mental health is something that we'll likely all struggle with at some point in our lives. And so if this tiny podcast can make an equally tiny impact, then we're doing something positive and we're doing something right. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Now let's get to it. This is the Happy Dev Podcast with me, James Brooks. Hi there. Welcome to the first episode of Happy Dev, a brand new podcast where we discuss mental health in software development. In each episode, we'll be talking to a software developer about their experiences with mental health and what we can do as an industry to make a positive change. In this week's episode, I speak to Dries Vince. Dries works at Laravel, which makes him a colleague of mine, and alongside his day job is a blogger, speaker, meetup and conference organizer, podcaster, and has recently announced Eventi, a new project he's working on. Hey, Dries. Hello. You want to start by introducing yourself a little bit? Yeah. Um, I've grown up in my uh, old um, old village where, where I live. Uh, it's actually called, the municipality is called Beringen, and the small village where I lived in is called Stal, which uh, loosely translates in Dutch as a barn. Um, and then when I started working in my first job, which was in Antwerp, which was for... Um, a small web agency here in Antwerp. Uh, I moved here after a year. I spent here in uh, Antwerp for about a year, but then I was like in a phase of my life where I didn't really know uh, where I wanted to live, like closer to my work or closer to my family. So I moved back to Limburg for a couple of years. But in the end, uh, I decided upon that it was probably best for me that I lived closer to where I worked. So I moved back to uh, Antwerp uh, when I found my new job as well there. And uh, I've stayed there ever since for almost five years now. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what is it that made you move from Limburg then? Because obviously you had the job offer, but I presume that's quite a big move for somebody by themselves at such a young age as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, a couple of reasons, really. Uh, mostly, indeed, because of jobs, just like way easier. I was doing like a two and a half hour, uh, no, one and a half hour commute every day, like and back and forth together it was uh, almost three hours, uh, which was pretty intense. Uh, by, it was by train, so I always really enjoy doing uh, traveling by train because you can like still do a lot uh, on there, you can read do some work and stuff like that. But in the end, it was like pretty tough and just makes sense that I moved to Antwerp. Second reason was obviously because Antwerp is like an amazing city. It's my by far my favorite Belgium city. Uh, people are really cool here. There's like, uh, it's a beautiful city. There's lots of things to do here. Um, it's just like a f- fun city to live in. Lots of cul- cultures here, here as well. So it's a really multicultural city. So your first conference, Full Stack Europe, has just finished. It was a pleasure to be there, so thank you for having me. Can you tell us how you got there? Because organizing a conference is no mean feat. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, it's it's been quite a journey already. I think I've already been a programmer for uh, over 10 years now, Um, probably nine years uh, professionally. Um, And the way it kind of started was like I... As a kid, uh, as a teenager, I was always all 
pretty much into video games, lots of, lots of um, PC games, shooters, uh, real-time strategy games. And I still remember that I, 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 me and my best buddy from back then, we had this game we played called uh, Heart of Iron uh, Doomsday. And it was like this grand strategy game on a massive scale, like nothing compared to it, like the, the traditional RTS games, but it was like pretty hardcore. We'd do like LAN parties in the evenings and it's like an entire game would last... Um, like uh, almost for like three fourths of a year before we got to wow, the end of okay. it. <laughs> yeah, so this pr- it was That's pretty intense. hardcore back then. Yeah, but I still w- remember from back back then uh, the game that like this uh, pretty cool uh, way of modding the game, so you could like mani- manipulate the game in ways which fit your use case. You could like build different scenarios, different characters, different uh, units, uh, and stuff like that. It was pretty fun to tinker with. And that actually, like, sort of started rolling the ball for me, like, tinkering with stuff, building my my own stuff, which got me into programming as well. And not uh, far after, I started, like, trying out some things with PHP, which led me, after my high school, led me to, like, apply for college. Uh, and it was, like, a sort of um, education there for, like, lots of different multimedia kind of stuff, which... It was like a lot of for one single uh, direction you could take. You didn't only have programming, but you also had some design, some video, some photography. It was like lots of things in the one education. And eventually, you during the next couple of years, you would grow to a single purpose thing. But during that first year, like I felt really out of place. Like I felt like I wasn't le- uh, really learning a lot. Uh, from what I was interested in, like programming was only like a very small fragment of it. So, and my grades were like <laughs> pretty bad. And do you think that was because you didn't have the interest that you needed for the other subjects? Yeah, definitely. Like I didn't have any motivation at all for the other subjects, uh, which led me to like some really bad grades and didn't motivate me at all to continue um, so after that first year, I dropped out of college, real college dropout here. I immediately tried something else. And I, tr- I thought to myself, like, yeah, this college thing isn't really working out for me. So I decided to just like go for, um, for work immediately from the get-go. After that, I dropped out. I figured like I need to have like some sort of like education. I can't just, like start with nothing. So I uh, decided to apply for what's called adult education here in Belgium and the course I took was like just web design um, and you had like lots of practical stuff like lots of programming lots of uh, web design lots of, lots of things that really made sense to the, the subject at hand and that really helped me a lot it was day education like you just went to school every single day for a full day uh, for the entire week and that for like four months or something and afterwards uh, there was like six uh, weeks of um, of uh, internship at a company and applied at a company here in Antwerp which was the first uh, job that I had in, in the end so they hired me at the end of the internship which was really cool and that's uh, how my career basically started. And the company I did the internship uh, for they were super helpful so I still like remember a lot of fun moments uh, where 
like especially my boss from then he he really helped me starting out with my career help, uh, teaching me the basics getting me started and getting me like just feeling that joy for programming and like uh, keep, keeping that grasp ever since throughout my career the rest of my career is basically just trying to find my way trying to grow trying to um I like keeping that that uh, the joy for programming. What is it that led you to leave that job then? Because I know at some point you went to freelancing, right? I decided to like start as a freelancer because I kind of felt like the place where I was then, I felt like I couldn't le- really learn that much anymore because there was like only so much room they could give me for, for learning. And it wasn't their fault, definitely not. It was just like the way things worked there. But I felt like I needed to like try more. I felt the need to like learn a lot more. And I was there, then in a, a point in my career where I tried to like try that on my own, like going freelance. And in hindsight, when I look back on it, it's uh, it's kind of a bad choice that I took there. Like uh, I didn't add that much um, like uh, connections yet. I didn't know a lot of uh, potential clients back then. I just like jumped in head first, thought that everything was going to go great, but things weren't. So how long were you self-employed for at that time? It was a very short uh, period. It was only for like two months, uh, two or three months, yeah, and before I decided to, to uh, quit back then and in hindsight it learned me a lot like it learned me a lot back then what it was like to start as a freelancer so in hindsight like it wasn't it was also like a positive experience because i could take that knowledge that i uh, got from back then and apply it the next time i was gonna start as a freelancer i would like be way more prepared um, for when i made uh, the same choice in the future what was that experience like at the time? Because as you say, being self-employed in hindsight probably wasn't a great idea at the time. So how did you deal with that experience? What was it that you took away from it? Yeah, exactly. Like um, it was very different for, because like uh, from one day to the other, you don't have any colleagues anymore. Like you're basically just working on your own, trying to find clients, trying to find work. And uh, I I had a buddy back then, uh, from which I knew from going to meetups, uh, which called Michiel Lonke. And he helped me out a lot with uh, finding that initial work. It was a lot of WordPress stuff back then. Um, and I did a lot of that kind of work. It was okay. It was, was some pretty fun projects. But I still like didn't feel like I was doing the actual work I wanted to do. Um, so, like... Like I said, like after two months or something, working on my own, sitting behind my desk and like just feeling a bit lonely, I guess, as well, um, I decided to like do something else. And I was back then when a different buddy of mine was uh, looking for a a new developer to join uh, his company. And uh, he helped me out getting the new gig there at, uh, at the company. And it was a company back in my previous uh, province where where i'm from limburg uh, so it was in the time when i moved back to limburg as well and i decided to just like find something closer to home to be closer to family back then and i started out at the company it was like a small web agency again like basically the same thing uh, as my first job but it was like a totally different vibe there it's like um 
things were different. Uh, it didn't seem so at first. I had, like, I must say, like, my colleagues were great. Like, I've had some really great colleagues uh, there, but the work environment wasn't, like, super positive. Like, I, I had some pretty bad experiences there. And after a few months, I already noticed, like, this is nothing for me. Like, this is back if I would be pretty harsh about it, like one of the worst experiences I had working uh, in my in my career so far. What do you feel you took away from that experience? Like in a hindsight, when I look back upon that experience, I think it's important that I went through that because I learned a lot from it. I took a lot of lessons from what I don't want to do anymore in my life and how like people in general behave in stressful situations in situations where like uh, a, a boss doesn't really cares about his uh, his employees and um, that gave me a lot of perspective on on later life on how uh, if I was ever going to work before uh, for a boss again like how I was gonna like fit in, in a company and how I was, I, I was gonna react to uh, a potential boss or potential co-workers again so that gave a lot of experience so I'm actually like all of the bad experiences throughout my career still helped me and still like gave me a lot to learn yeah I think it's really good that you're able to take away those negative experiences and turn them into something positive I think that that is one of life's biggest challenges sometimes Exactly. That's that's what I've been, been trying to do throughout my my life and my career. Basically, like n- never like really think of like a really bad experience as only bad because like every single thing you you uh, go through, it's it's a lesson you can take for the further part in, in your career. And everything I went through definitely helped me to grow as uh, a person, as a developer, and in my career in general. You're now working at Laravel, which is a completely remote job. That's very different to what you've previously done. How do you deal with the remote work aspect and the loneliness that can come with that sometimes? Well, I have to say that um, at first, like it's pretty daunting, like just working on your own from home. And um, I've always been like a person who has always been like on his own a little bit. So I guess that helps uh, quite a bit to get started. Um, And I must say that the remote work is like, actually really fits well for me like I really um, I'm a person who enjoys solitude uh, a lot do you think that's a good thing though Uh, sometimes it is sometimes it isn't Um, like for work sometimes it can be um, enjoyable because you can like really focus on stuff uh, not being like interrupted and stuff but I also really enjoy having people around me so it's basically half half uh, at this point i'm not only working from home but i'm also working at uh, a co-work uh, here in antwerp where i actually uh, join my previous job um, which is a small startup here in, uh, in antwerp and my colleagues from there i can just like join them and sit at my previous <laughs> table basically and still enjoy uh, talking to with my colleagues from from back then, which is really fun is that something that you would perhaps suggest to people that are about to start a remote working job or have been working remotely for a while now and are maybe feeling the effects of that perhaps? Yeah, like I still like think it probably depends on the kind of person you are, but I can really like 
like suggest that you definitely find something at least for like one or two days in a week where you're still amongst people because it's important to have that social contact still like I can I can only imagine how it must be for people who are like like very remote only only on themselves and like if it works for you then then all for the better like don't feel obligated to do anything besides uh, the thing you feel most comfortable with but for me personally I enjoy that half half thing of like just spending a few days in uh, in a week uh, on my own here at home trying to focus trying to get some work done and the other days I can still like uh, like join my previous colleagues still get some work done still be focused but at the same time have that social contact you've worked for a few different companies now what do you think it is that separates a good company from a bad one where mental health including a good learning environment is concerned yeah that's a that's a great question i think like from my personal experiences i think empathy is one of the biggest um key factors that any manager or people in power at the company like needs to have like knowing that the people you work on are humans are human beings with feelings are human beings with thoughts which might have uh like i don't know like stressed out feelings uh like knowing that that the humans you work uh, with are just people and they're not tools you can use for for your company and i think a lot boils down to like talking a lot uh talking with with your employees how they feel how they are feeling at this particular point when work is stressed out when things need to get done just knowing that your people are are still motivated and and capable enough of doing the job and not like pushing them to their to to their limits and i felt like my first job uh did a really uh good thing there uh they were like my bosses especially my direct boss was someone who was very empathic was very i could always talk to him uh, about everything i needed i wanted to uh uh, get rid uh, even personal stuff and that really motivated me a lot to for doing the job and keeping myself motivated to continuing and whenever I had like that moment when where when I needed to take a break uh, get some vacation or get like de-stress a little bit from work they they understood and they felt like and they supported me throughout that and that's something I, I kind of missed in my second job. Like I still like like I said, like my colleagues have been really great. But when I saw like how like sometimes people were treated and like how stressful the work environment was, I can only say like that was something like I never want to experience again in any uh, any future job anymore. Because like in the end when when you push people to their limits, they're gonna break. Um, they're gonna they're gonna be depressed or they're gonna like sink into uh, a hole which they can difficultly climb out from again i've noticed that a lot as well in um in older people in my family where they get pushed a lot to their limits and sink into a state where they just can't aren't capable of working anymore and i think like it doesn't really boils down to age, but I guess like the older you become, it you tend to like become a little bit more receptive to it. Um, 
And I think like when you're younger, you're you're still always like trying to push you much harder than than when you're a bit farther down through your career path. Yeah, I think that if you're working at 100% all of the time, you'll definitely reach a point in which you you burn out and then it becomes harder to get back into a working environment. And I imagine that these kind of mindsets are still here because historically, most jobs only consisted of manual labor. Do you think that it's a bit of a misconception that because younger people are generally fitter and, phys- and more physically healthy, that they're mentally healthy too and, and should be working at their maximum all of the time because that's what was expected previously. Yeah, I definitely agree on that. I think like there's definitely some misconceptions about how uh, the mental state of someone like is... I think like it doesn't really matter how old you are. Every person like struggles with different things in different uh, times in their lives. And age maybe makes you more aware about noticing some uh, first uh, like indications when you're feeling a little bit more stressed like seeing those first signs of depression and you can react maybe a little bit better on it and definitely that helps but when you're younger state you you're definitely like still receptive to like breakdowns and and when something very bad happens in your life, that that you're you can definitely feel as much depressed as as when you're uh, when you're older. And I see a lot, especially on uh, a lot of companies, that younger people get pushed a lot more to their limits because, like, I know of like one company right now where I know someone works and. They tell me like they need to work like a lot longer than their colleagues because they still need to prove themselves uh, a lot, and I think that's a very bad like thing thing to um, to say because like you're you're not like need to prove yourself more than your colleagues. You just need to prove yourself who you are and your capabilities. And working longer and harder doesn't really prove that. It just like uh, like brings you that much closer to. Uh, your your full limit and maybe even going over it uh, every single time and I think like that's very important to know about younger people that they are still just humans no matter like how how your physical status like your mental status is just the same as someone who's older older people just have like more wisdom and life experience of dealing with and coping with their mental health issues and even that isn't uh, true always uh, it isn't always the case i guess to follow on from that then what do you think that companies should be doing more of to invest in their employees mental health yeah i think like there are a couple of things you can do as a company, but like I said before, I think like talking is the most important part. Having those one-on-one moments with people, like just pulling them out of their work environment and talking to them on a basic level, not even on work, like just asking them how's life going, how are you doing, how you're feeling right now, how are you dealing with the thing you're working on right now? Is it is it uh, is it stressful? Is it is there something we can shift, something we can change, something we can help out with? And not always like trying to lay the burden on an employee and like having them go at it for 100%, 100% of the time. It's always important to take a step back and like seeing on a human level how employees and, and your colleagues are behaving and not like always focusing on work. What's really interesting is that nothing you've suggested there costs companies anything. Sure, it's a bit of time and 
time is money, but time being spent on employees will go much further than anything else. And having recently been in a situation where these types of conversations were needed, I can definitely attest to how much they appre- they're appreciated and how much they help. Yeah, and I think that that's like a, like the main thing takeaway of it, like like in a business from a business point of view, of course, like every uh, time is money. But if you think about it, really, like having that one-on-one moment where you talk to someone, like just spending like ten minutes with them, just checking in on how they are, you can get like even from a business point of view, you can totally get that back if you know that your employees are doing well and they're like capable of doing their jobs and feeling good about it it just doesn't make sense to think think about it like in terms of money that it'll cost you money to invest time into people Um, i think it only benefits everyone if you're working in safe and healthy uh, uh, work environment yeah Given that you are now a conference and meetup organizer, what do you think that both of those can be doing to help? Uh, I think like um, now that I've done my first conference, like I'm beginning to realize like what of what kind of like reach you have um, to people internationally, not only on your local community I have with uh, the use groups, but also with the conference on an international level. And I think like especially like really big conferences they have like so such a great uh, big reach and they have such a great opportunity to bring about the 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 thing which is called mental health and making people more aware that mental health isn't something that's there and like people can address it through podcasts or or like web forums online no you have those places where actual people are physically in one location and you can like bring about different kind of opportunities which aren't um, online which are just physical opportunities where you can involve speakers and uh, like separate moments throughout those events to help people out uh, talk to people offering them comfort zones uh, opportunities to um, to talk to people and we at full stack europe uh, we had uh, a certain contact person which you could contact if you needed to just have a talk if you needed to feel like uh, some like some rule in the code co- code of conduct was violated where, where you just wanted to like uh, have have secure and safe location and safe person to talk about uh, whatever it is you, you're trying to experience. And I think like those kind of small things really help in the bigger part. I can't speak for other communities, but it seems that the PHP community is very opinionated, which I find really strange because I think that this can and does have a negative effect on the community itself. So what do you think community leaders and key figures should be doing to address these issues? Yeah, that's that's a very good uh, point you're you're now bringing, because I see a lot of that uh, in the PHP community as well. I think like a lot of also uh, boils down to what we talked about previously, which is uh, empathy and and like realizing that people have different opinions, and also like making the effort to listen to others and talk about uh, things on a normal level and don't like bash down upon things i think a conversation between two people who have different opinions should be civilized and not be broken down into like these 
opinions of my opinion against yours opinion. No, you have different kind of opinions, but they can all still have their place. Okay. Before we end the episode, I would like to ask you one final question, completely unrelated to uh, the industry itself. What is your happy place and why? Oh, wow. That's a deep question. (laughs) I think like for me personally... I'm someone who, as a person, tries to fi- always like find uh, value and recognition in into others, and that's always not that's not always a positive thing. But I get a lot of value when like people are happy uh, from the things uh, uh, I'm doing for them. You know, when like friends tell tell them like, oh, or you're a good friend, or like, thank you that you did something for me. Um, like I always like. I'm happy when I can help people out, when I can give them a great event experience or I can build something great for them or I can help them out with moving to a different place. Uh, like that that makes me happy, helping others out and like getting recognition for that. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for being my first guest, Dries. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So that marks the end of episode one of Happy Dev. Thank you to Dries for giving me your time and being open to sharing your experiences and thoughts on this platform. Thank you also for being my first guest. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed making it. Don't forget to subscribe for the next episode and I will see you then. Goodbye.